Often we'll look for a new way to use an item instead of sending it overseas. We are often giving our items to other local nonprofit organizations, not just our nonprofit, which is the Ontario Federation for Cerebral Palsy, but the products that we offer to our customers are available to any um, family of any income. As you guys can see, I found way too many items. Think of valuable and for the amazing prices. Well, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on Conestadoga Connected. Call the Rogers TV viewer response line, email us, or connect with us on social media. TV Bingo is a really simple show. Obviously, five different games of bingo. And we are awesome. And of course, as a major fundraiser for us, the Lions Club, and the monies for that bingo stay within the community that cards are purchased. So we do wonderful things with the profits from that particular bingo. We have at least five winners every week, and uh, we give away 3,000 bucks every week. It was my daughter's birthday. She was blowing out the candles on her cake when we heard coming from the TV. So we stopped and listened. And it helps us get to safety. That's why when I think of I think of my daughter's birthday. Because now she gets to keep having them. TV. Hello and welcome to Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And today we've got a great show lined up. Uh, we're joined by Alicia. What are you doing over there with your ear? You, you comfy? You comfy? Okay, we're joined by Alicia and also Ryan. Uh, so thank you very much both for joining us today. We're excited to have you here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, what both of you do and kind of, Alicia, what you had done in the past before, and then we're also going to talk a little bit about what you do now. Um, but you were a former PSW, correct? Yes. Okay, so do you want to tell us a little bit about what a PSW is for the people that may not know? Uh, 
personal support worker, so working with anyone who may need help as far as their overall health goes, whether you're living in long-term or retirement or wanting to live at home. Mm-hmm. I did a little bit of everything. Uh, going into being a PSW, I wasn't exactly sure what it was all about. I just mm-hmm. knew I wanted to make a difference in people, people's yeah. lives. And I started out working with people who have Alzheimer's and dementia. Oh, wow. I really enjoyed that, but it is mentally and physically, uh, it's a lot of work. It's not mm-hmm. a job for everybody. Um, so I did that, and then I went into uh, long-term care, which is a lot more work. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a busy lifestyle. It's yeah. nice. I enjoyed it, but kind of glad I got out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that typically with the older generations, like the aging population? Mostly, yeah. There is a lot of people in Brent County who require a personal support worker on a daily basis, maybe more than once or twice a day. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who have um, a PSW who may stay with them for long periods of the day. But yeah, I took care of people from young kids all the way up to palliative. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've yeah. seen it all then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are your services provided from the community? Is that paid for or is it something that that person would have to pay for if they wanted your help? Uh, so they go in and they'll assess you for what they think that you need, and then uh, anything above and beyond that, you would have to pay <coughs> for that. Mm. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure you you had said I think it was six years. Yeah, almost six years. Almost six years. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, in that time, there must have been like you had said that you got into it to be able to help people and yeah. to give back. There must have been a lot of uh, rewarding moments throughout that. As much as there are difficult ones, I'm sure there was a lot of yeah those two. Uh, I originally started because I became a single mom and I needed, I wanted to make a lifestyle for, that was good for both of us and Mm -hmm. I was working part time so I got into it um, to create a better life for us and then I didn't know at the time that I was going to need it later. My mom got really sick probably a year after I became a PSW and then she needed me and I took care of her for a few months. So that was my rewarding thing. My mom Mm would have had to stay in the hospital if it wasn't for um, my education. Mm-hmm. So the universe just knew she was gonna need you. Yes, wow. and yeah, I had just had a baby and my mom was um, in a coma for a few weeks. And she came home, so then I was, we were able to bring her home as long as I was able to care for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. You mentioned that it's very physically and mentally exhausting mm-hmm. um, working with people that need help, like dementia and Alzheimer's. What, what, how does that tax you? What is that like for you as a PSW? Uh, the job in itself is rewarding to help other people, but at the same time, you, it's hard to not bring those things home with you. Mm-hmm. It's uh, sad. It is, yeah. So sometimes I'm the only person someone will see in a day. Uh, so I am their family. And then at the same time, they don't want you to get that close to people, but just being a human being and empathetic mm-hmm. in nature, you mm-hmm. just want to befriend them, and it's hard. So. Uh, it was rewarding at the same time. It was like struggling at the same time. I would not want to talk all day to my clients and then go home and not so much want to talk to my family. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're doing a lot. You're doing physical work with everybody and some of them big or small and some people have no mobility at all. So you're doing it all for them. So mm-hmm. you'd go home at the end of the day just exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And now uh, with like that difficulty of bringing, like, did you have any self-care strategies that you used to be able to kind of help help yourself when you did get home? Uh, that's when I learned to, to meditate and read personal development. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, people have 
histories and there's nothing I can change about that just the people they are they kind of like suck the life out of you yeah. the energy there's good people as well as there was some not so n nice people there's some nasty people out there but nonetheless you have to give them the same level of care mm -hmm. so a lot of the times I that's when I started working out a lot that was my go-to therapy when I was mm -hmm. done work yeah yeah <laughs> that was physically exhausting to um, help people it is sometimes you are their only mobility for them right to yeah. a special person to be able to do that for it's definitely long. not a job for everybody yeah. I didn't know that it was going to be a job for me I just knew that I needed to make a better life for my son and I so I decided to try it and I really did enjoy it mm -hmm. for as long as I did do it mm. yeah well wow. That's cool. I mean, what would you say for somebody that might be interested in getting into that field now as something like, do, do you, would you have any tips or anything like that if somebody is at home watching and they're thinking, hey, I'd like to be a PSW, um, do you have anything that, like any guidance or anything for them as a career, maybe to prepare them for some of the stuff that you found out afterwards? Um, it is a rewarding job mm -hmm. and the work is definitely there. Uh, you'll never there's never lack of that that's for sure mm -hmm. I met some really incredible people and I, one thing I really enjoyed about my job was the stories <laughs> I got to meet so many amazing people and I got to hear about what life was like back then and yeah. that was probably one of my favorite parts of the job mm -hmm. that would be really cool yeah I, I got to meet a 107 year old Scottish man and he had the most amazing mm -hmm. stories to tell me yeah and I used to look forward to going back to seeing them mm -hmm. and just they enjoyed having me come just because I would just sit there and let them talk yeah even if there was no care that needed to be done so I felt like I was making a difference in their lives just so they could share their stories Yeah, definitely yeah that's cool and the, because like you said a lot of them probably didn't have um, family that was coming to see them you were providing that too and that's just as important having mm -hmm. somebody to talk to is yeah. just as important as needing to be bathed or washed or yeah. something like that yeah, because on holidays, people don't stop being sick. So mm -hmm. on Christmas and all of those nice holidays when you should be spending them with your family, sometimes they don't have anyone to be spending it with. Mm -hmm. So we would be there nonetheless. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. We've got about uh, 30 seconds left before we go to break. Um, you had mentioned that you had read some personal development books. Do you have like one that you can think of that really kind of stood out for you when you started that? <laughs> uh, you are a badass. I like I, it. I've read that one like over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Order the bitch in your head. Yeah. Which for any woman or mother for that matter, I think should read it. Okay. Yours awesome. Terrific. Thank you. And we are going to be going to break right now and we'll be right back after the break. Bitch in your head. is brought to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com. Introducing Brantford's new news team. Benjamin Strasser, Matt Mannon, and Benjamin Howard. Making a difference where it's needed most. Think Millennial Thursdays on Rogers TV. TV volunteer. I started volunteering here in high school 
and it sort of followed me through uh, my path throughout university and uh, I did my masters as well and it always came back to volunteering at Rogers. I'm really interested in learning more about community issues and being able to help bring those to light and uh, be part of that crew that does something like that. So, this organ, which I regret I cannot name, because of the presence of these members of the weaker sex, who, although they are married, could not possibly endure... <laughs> Get them out. This is Ginny. Patience. Get them out! Dr. McFarlane! Mrs. Trout. There's no place for women in a medical school. Yeah. Get them out! you do not bring this classroom under control, I am going to repeat every word of this disgusting lecture to your charming wife. My friend Jenny Trout was not the only woman to face this kind of thing in medical school. But she would become the first woman licensed to practice medicine in Canada. back to Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And today we're joined by Alicia and also Ryan. Uh, so again, thank you guys very much for joining us. And we're kind of talking about yeah. um, young professionals in the health industry um, and touching on that. And so now we're going to be jumping over to Ryan, um, who joined us for the kickback campaign that we did uh, back in January. Uh, so thank you for joining us again. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That, how was your it's, first experience? Uh, yeah. Oh man, it's crazy getting on live TV. It's yeah. a lot of nerves, right? It's a good challenge. <laughs> it's, it's good on the uh, on the old anxiety, on the panic attacks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's good to challenge ourselves to 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 deal with this stuff, yeah, right? Definitely. So, definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So you are a mental health and addictions counselor, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk to us a little bit about like kind of like a brief overview of what that um, is and what that means? Yeah. So basically, what I do. Um, you know, I work at a I work at a place called Wayside House of Hamilton, mm -hmm. and my role there is basically as a case manager. So I have a I have a uh, caseload of clients, if you will, and when they come to us, you know, substance use issues, um, mental health issues, and what happens is is I'd be assigned their primary to be their primary counselor, and we assess them when they get to Wayside, and and then kind of identify. What do we need to work on? So maybe you have self-esteem issues, maybe you have uh, anxiety, maybe you have depression. You know, addiction is really, substance use is the medication, right? So the alcoholism, the, the drug use is always the medication. It's underlying issues that are the actual problem. So what my role would be with you, and it's, it, we're, we're typically like a three-month program, so my role would be to work on those issues mm -hmm. with you. So while I'm there, I have a caseload that I'm, uh, I'm the case manager for, and then I also would be running groups and, and facilitating groups and doing things like that. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, that's as well, the same as yeah. what we talked yeah. about with Alicia, too. It's very, uh, um, it's amazing work that both of you what you did before and taking yeah. care of people and then also what you're doing now as far as helping people through their their struggles and their daily battles with addiction um, or their mental health um, what would you say is part of like the most rewarding part of what you do I would say you know when when uh, when people are lost when people are struggling you can see it you can you can physically 
experience that and it's it's hard to put it into words mm -hmm. but when someone is struggling with depression or anxiety or addiction or whatever the case you can almost see it in their eyes like there's almost this emptiness or this void that exists mm -hmm. and to be a primary caregiver for somebody and to be a part of that shift to be a part of the experience of I always tell the guys you know the 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 only answer to every one of your problems is to fall in love with yourself mm -hmm. to love yourself unconditionally which sounds wonderful but the practical way of actually achieving that is is a lifelong journey right mm -hmm. but I would say the most rewarding thing is to be able to experience that with people where I see a shift I see that change within them and I get to experience that is uh, you know is absolutely incredible and and um, you know with my own lived experience which is what got me there in the first place it's uh, you know it's it's almost like an honor or it's almost a um, like it's hard to explain how amazing it is to be a part of that with somebody yeah and uh, so yeah I would say that is probably the the most rewarding aspect of it for mm -hmm. sure do you find yourself taking home a lot of the stories and the issues that people are going through Ooh, uh, that's a good question so I you know being in recovery myself it's very um, and then the coaching thing now mm -hmm. which we're gonna get into you know I have a couple days off and uh, so I have today off and tomorrow off but typically I'd be at work right now right so what my day looked like this morning was getting up um, eating having a shower the whole nine yards, hanging out with my kids for a bit before school, and then meeting someone to talk recovery, and then going to a mutual aid support group to talk recovery. It's very much like a part of my life, you know what I mean? And my family understands that. Um, so I'm not necessarily taking, taking the challenges home. I think, as Alicia said, it's you know, it affects you, whether you like it or not, and self-care is a huge thing. It doesn't seem to be a grind for me because I love it you know I, I I get excited about this stuff on a daily basis mm -hmm. I get fired up for it and uh, so it's really like part of my life you know recovery um, you know and unfortunately depending on how you gauge success or failure uh, you know when it comes to people maintaining abstinence from substances more often than not they struggle before they before they are able to maintain like long-term abstinence mm -hmm. so you struggle with that a little bit, but you focus on the wins, you focus on the positives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Yes, that's where your kind of your self-care comes from and looking yeah. in the mirror and seeing how taking it home isn't going to help you, it's going to help your family, it's going to help the people you're trying to care for. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as uh, Alicia was talking about the reading, that's one for me of like, man, you know, I'm, I'm I probably spend about between half an hour and an hour reading, working out, exercising, um, just being with the kids, shutting off the other stuff, being with mm -hmm. my partner, shutting off the other stuff. But uh, it's, you know, this idea of burning out isn't a, isn't, like it, it just doesn't seem like a realistic or prospect for myself at this point in time. And I've been, I've been doing this now, I've been at Wayside for about six and a half years. And the reason why it doesn't seem like burnout is, is, is much of a prospect is because I love it so much. You know what I mean? I think if I get to the point where I don't, I'm very open. You know, I'm 31 years old. I'm, I, I'd be open to changing. I'd be open to looking at doing other things mm -hmm. in my life. And, and um, so right now, it's, it's the same with the coaching thing, right? I'm just so into it that it's not, 
it doesn't yeah. seem if you ever see like these uh you know these moguls these business moguls talk about how much they love the grind and how much they love love work and that's how i feel mm -hmm. about this stuff with recovery it's really just yeah. a, an enjoyable thing for me right We've got about a minute left, I think. Were you going to say something, Alicia? No, I was just saying it's rewarding. It's worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You mm -hmm. enjoy it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think that's so important to enjoy your work, too. Yeah. Yeah. We've had people tell us before, you're going to burn out. You can't work that much. You can't do that. You can't do all that. But when you love what you do. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I I actually argue with people a lot on that kind of <laughs> stuff. It feels like, you don't back tell up. me I'm going to burn out yeah. if if I really really yeah. love what I do. It's right? not draining. It's fulfilling. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got 30 seconds left, so in about 15 seconds, what's one of the bigger books that you've read um, that you've really connected with? I'm huge on spirituality, so uh, you know I've probably read like three or four in the last month. But mm -hmm. um, Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth. If okay. anybody really wants to get into like ego and meaning and purpose and awesome, and, and we got to uh, go to break now, but we'll connect with that after. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Give me fifteen seconds. Tuesday. Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At home with Chef D on Rogers TV. Tuesday. You do need painting. Those wacky improv artists are back. Theater oh no! on the Edge on Rogers TV. Was that four? Or five. He's lost count and still thinks he can drive. Do you think he knows that when he is caught and charged with impaired driving, he'll lose his license and a lot more? If he gets in his car, he'll face costs exceeding $20,000. Does he realize he could have a criminal record for his choice to drive? And it could be much worse if he crashes. I wonder what he'll be thinking tomorrow. Visit ArrivaLive.org to find out more. Arrive Alive. Drive soap. I'm Constable Daryl Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this robbery. On February 9th, 2018 at approximately 3.30 p.m., Waterloo Regional Police received a report of a robbery at a pharmacy on Holiday Inn Drive in Cambridge. A male entered the pharmacy and demanded narcotics. He left with an undisclosed amount of prescription medication. No one was injured and no weapons were seen during this incident. Crime Stoppers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this robbery or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers of one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at waterloocrimestoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at www.p3tips.com. back <laughs> this is think millennial i'm ben i'm matt this, yeah this is matt oh man 
Um, and today we're joined by Alicia and Ryan, um, who have both uh, talked about uh, kind of their stories and their dealings in the, um, the health industry. Alicia as a former PSW, and then Ryan as a current mental health and addictions counselor. Um, so again, thank you guys very much for being here today. Um, we're going to kind of just jump into like an, a, kind of like an overall bit of a topic. I think we want to talk a little bit about some self-care. We kind of touched on it a bit, and both of you were just talking about podcasts um, during the break. Uh, so I guess we could just kind of start with that. Do you guys have some favorite podcasts that you like to listen to um, as part of like your personal development? I don't do podcasts. You know, you don't do so podcasts? Just, yeah, yeah, we were just talking about that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got buddies who do podcasts, yeah. love them. Uh, my partner at home, she's big on, on the podcast. But mm -hmm. me, I'm, I'm, sh I've been, I've just been doing the reading thing. Yeah. Um, you use a Kindle. Right? So yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was just saying, uh, we were talking about it on break. I deleted Candy Crush and downloaded the Kindle, and in a month, you know, the time I would have just been screwing around on that, I've read probably like candies. three, four books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was dominant. I'm good at that candy. <laughs> <laughs> Killing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the podcast thing, yeah. Mm. I don't do them, but I got a lot of people who love them, right? So. Yeah. No, that's awesome. One that I've been listening to recently is called Bulletproof by David Osprey. I oh. think his name is. It's pretty cool. It's a good one. Um, do you have any books that you've read recently? MFCEO. MFCEO. Yeah. yeah. Andy Frisilla, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. If, if people don't like swearing, they shouldn't listen to it. But <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like very rough and straight to the point. And can ruffle some people's mm -hmm. feathers, but yeah. it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I dig those kind of books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He lets you have it, and then you're like, no, don't talk to me. Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I like it a lot. Mm. Does anybody else have any like other self care strategies that might not be reading or personal development? You said that you did meditating, right? Yeah. yeah. Meditation, yoga. Mm hmm. I started a couple of, probably two years ago with Alicia. She's the one who kind of got me into <coughs> yoga. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I've been doing it for a little while, but other than like yoga and meditating, I, a good workout or yeah. just some time alone. Mm -hmm. So important. Right? And living in a house with six people, <laughs> like yeah. time, time alone comes few and far between. <laughs> yeah. I had that conversation with my girlfriend last night. And we were on vacation. We were go, go, go. We were in Spain for six days, and we went to Ireland, and we only had a few days there. Yeah. But one day, she's like, I just want to stay in the hotel room. I just it don't want to do anything. And she's like, I'm so sorry. If you want to just yeah. go, go ahead, go. Like, no, I could use like the time to just be quiet as I well. Mind. Yeah, so we just watched TV in Ireland for you know that evening and just yeah. relaxed, nice. ordered food in, and just recharged. Did nothing. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes those are the best days, just yeah. doing nothing. Absolutely. I know our lives are so busy. They're just go, 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 yeah. all by the time and the minute. We never just like slow down and give ourselves time to do nothing. Mm -hmm. It's not laziness, it's just you need time to recharge. Yeah, it's not selfish either. It's yeah. important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I try and tell my husband that all the time. <laughs> 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 you could just watch the kids while I take a five-minute bath where no one bugs me. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm big on, I'm, I'm a huge introvert, which kind of goes against um, my lifestyle, I mm -hmm. guess, right? Spending all this time working with people, but, you know, the commute, even though it's not that long from Brantford to Hamilton, is huge for me in the morning, listening to music, um, just kind of grounding myself, my intention, what I'm going to be doing for the day. Yeah. I know tonight at 8 o'clock I'll be watching the Leafs game, yeah. right? I love, I love hockey, I love football, so yeah. that's big. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when you're busy, finding time to sit down, watch a good movie with the people you enjoy and, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, 
taking that time alone time's awesome when you mm -hmm. can get it especially mm -hmm. with the kids and stuff right so yeah. it's bizarre i find a lot of people who are in like the human services field are huge introverts so it's yeah. like we spend all our time helping others but we're we're very happy and peaceful alone mm -hmm. yeah. it's bizarre it's because we give so much we give so much of ourselves and do our work yeah. that at the end of the day sometimes you just kind of like want to take it all in and just Absolutely. be quiet and mm -hmm. Don't date anymore talking. I think a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people are confused with what an introvert and what an extrovert is. I always thought that I was an extrovert. That I loved being around people. I love we networking. Like that's what we do, right? We're constantly yeah, around yeah. people. Uh, and the real estate industry, you're ta constantly talking to people. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that you like it or you don't like it being an introvert or an extrovert. It just means how you recharge, how you yeah, recover yeah, afterwards. Exactly. And I recover being alone or being quiet, taking the dog for a walk, just sitting with the girlfriend, not doing anything at all. Like yeah. that's how you recharge. It doesn't yeah. mean you don't like being around people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it was something I had to kind of look in the mirror and be like, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, have you guys noticed any changes in the like both of the industries? Like when you started. As a PSW, did you see any shift in how like the industry operated, or like how it did it change at all through that time? There's a lot of politics. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which made it some made it more intriguing for some people to become a PSW, and yeah. for the people who had been doing it for a long time to step away, because mm -hmm. what they had been the rules they had been following for a long time had suddenly changed and made it harder for them to do their job. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was ever a full shift where I worked where every position was filled. So I was a part-time status, but worked full-time hours and wasn't being paid that way. Yeah. But then I was doing twice the amount of work because there wasn't enough staff to cover it. So, like, mm -hmm. the constant change in rules, I guess, made everyone, some people come, some people yeah. weren't. Hmm. Yeah. How about you, Ryan? Did you, have you noticed anything? With changes, like, within the system? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, one of the really challenging things, you know, my background is abstinence. So for me, uh, for my alcoholism, for my substance use, the choice for me was abstinence. You know, no, no drinking, no weed, none of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I'm totally cool with people smoking weed. I'm totally cool with, with per, you know, client choice, whatever people want to do, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think our government what I've noticed, and, and I've been in recovery for, for over eight years now, is that it's gone very, it's gone super far to the left. So, like, everybody smoke weed, everybody use methadone, everybody, um, if you go to professionals, like, that initial contact a lot of times now, it's not like, you know, so if you came to me, Ben, and you were struggling with opiates, mm -hmm. the initial contact may not be, there may be a you know, there may be an abstinence-based lifestyle that you can live here and achieve your goals. It's more like, let me put you on methadone and then we can talk about that later. And then people end up on it for the rest of their lives or gotcha. they end up struggling on it. Gotcha. We're going to have to continue that conversation when yeah. we get back after the break. Uh, right after this, we're going to be going to the Just Effing Vote segment, um, talking about education. So we'll be right back um, after the break. Wednesday, 
Pests that like tomatoes hate the smell of basil. Learn how to grow a simple backyard garden and turn it into an easy, nourishing, company-worthy breakfast. And that is what develops flavor in your dish. Food personality Teresa Albert serves up a garden-fresh, healthy breakfast. What it does is it sets your blood sugar level for the day and sets you up with the nutrients to go. Breakfast at Rosehurst on Rogers TV. I started volunteering at Rogers TV because I want to give back to the community. Rogers TV is such a great opportunity for anyone that is looking to start off and build their confidence. Meeting new people, meeting new friends, and learning a lot of new things every single day. Monsieur de Champlain, when I finish paddling through this wilderness and reach China, I shall greet them wearing this. Monsieur Nicolet, your mission shall be for the honor of the king and the holy faith. In the summer of 1634, Jean Nicolet set off from Quebec to find a trade route that would link Europe and North America with China. But where is it? Further, I know the place you are seeking. For months, Nicolet pushed through the wilderness, searching for the Western Sea. Mississippi! What did he say? He said, Mississippi, great water. Mississippi, the sea, China. Jean Nicolet was wrong. It was Lake Michigan, not the Pacific. But others would follow his dream. Joliet, La Salle, the Laverandres. And they would map most of North America from the Rockies to the Gulf of Mexico. Welcome to Just Effing Vote. I am one of your hosts, Lucas Duguid. And I'm Miles Hosey. Thank you very much for joining us today. As always, we want to unpack the thing that has you, the young voter, the under 35 voter, the, these issues, these important things that are going to get you voting, get you inspired to vote, get you encouraged to vote. We want you to be a part of this process, maybe for the first time. And that's cool. That's totally cool. That's, that's what we want to hear is, is young and inspired voters going out for the first time. We have a very special guest joining us today, Heather Wilson, director of Montessori Children's Academy in Paris. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thrilled to have you. One of the topics that has come up, uh, that uh, it was a reoccurring topic when we asked the questions, what issues to the people under 35 was childcare. Um, you're the perfect uh, person to talk about this uh, situation here with childcare. Uh, we're going to dive right in. Uh, available childcare spaces. It's a challenge. It's a challenge right across the province. It's a challenge right here in Brantford Brant. Um, there is a huge movement from the province to have universal affordable child care available to everyone. Um, there's a big push on that right now. It's an election year. Mm -hmm. Hey, children are great pawns, right? The point here is that people have the power to make change, and in order to have your voices heard, you have to cast your vote. Mm -hmm. The big thing with child care is that it's, a it's become a necessary service sure, in our world and in our life. And if you are a career person or a working person, if you're a contributing member to your household and your family and you have children, you need somewhere safe, secure, and affordable to put your child while you're out contributing to our economy. Sure. 
Absolutely. Um, I, you know, and as you were asking me this, it sort of made me think about um, some some questions that we didn't talk about earlier. But I, I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of uncertainty. Um, for young people when they're first examining childcare as an mm -hmm. issue, um, and, and again, we'll, we're kind of all over the place, but I, I, I do want to I do want to hit on that while I remember. Is there a place people can go? Is there is there a resource online? Is there some place that people can in the right away go? Okay, you've got my attention. I want to learn a little bit more about this. I want to I want to track something down. Is there is there some place that you would recommend for people to find childcare? Child so in in our community, they can go on the one list. The city of Brantford offers that for everyone, and in fact, everyone is encouraged to sign up for their childcare needs on that list because it allows us to collect the data that we need. While well, this that the city in particular and the Ministry of Education requires in order to discern what the needs of our community actually are so that they can predict how many spaces are going to be needed, how much subsidy they're able to apply for, um, and how they're able to support these families that are looking for child care for their children. Okay. Okay, so, so, there, so the, the resources are, are yes, out there absolutely. too. I know sometimes that we forget that part uh, when we talk about this kind of thing. Someone will get to the end of the segment. They'll go, "Wow, well, how can I? How can I get my help?" So, yeah. um, do, uh, I know you were you were going to dive in there, Miles, and and uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, as a millennial, what do you think the kind of questions are that we should be asking of our uh, pot potential elected officials? Well, how how come it childcare is so expensive? How come we pay our early years professionals so poorly. How does that measure out? How, wait a minute, I'm paying so much money for childcare, yet the people that are spending their day with my children are not compensated very fairly for the time and effort that they put into them. We know that the first six years of a person's life are the most impressionable and important years ever in terms of brain and neurological growth and development. Why are we not investing in these people? Why are we not investing in these programs? Why are we not seeing politicians put their money where their mouth is when it comes to this? Why is it always that pawn come an election year? You hear nothing about it, nothing about it, all of a sudden it's an election and oh, we're going to do this and we're going to put all this money into childcare. That needs to be consistent and it needs to be reliable for young parents. And as millennials, I think people need to make those demands of the people that we're looking to put into power and be our voice. And when we talk about having affordable childcare, we had touched on this earlier before we got started about that 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 importance and um, the economic bump, if you will, from having both parents work. And I know that may sound obvious, but if you want to unpack that a, a little bit for some of those young parents right now, the under 35 parents. Well, you have to be able to be flexible, affordable, and providing all those options that happen. And I was just in a meeting yesterday, and we were talking about how do you provide shift workers with the proper care. How, what about weekends? What about single parents? Right. There's, there's this whole gamut of circumstances and situations that are presently in our community specifically not accommodated for in larger centers. Sure. It's, it's better managed, but still it, it's that squeeze. It's always the squeeze of where is that bottom, how are you going to meet that bottom line? Wow. That's, it, it, it's, um, 
it's more than just what I think a lot of people think on the surface. There, there there's feels like that there's quite a bit of moving parts uh, that, that are happening there. Um, and again, uh, just so we can we can reemphasize that again, um, online resources, places for people to go. Um, where is it that they can visit? So again? one the one list, mm -hmm. which is accessible through the City of Brantford mm -hmm. or the Ministry of Education, um, and that will list all of the licensed childcare, which is an important piece. You want licensed childcare because you know that is monitored. Um, child care and you want to ensure that um, you have choices options and opportunities and that's the best way to um, have all of that in front of you in one place in one database okay and uh, really great question just came through the earpiece thank you very much Patty uh, full day daycare uh, how does that impact uh, how does that, sorry full day kindergarten yep. how has that impacted the daycare system well, it's really challenging because it has impacted the childcare system mm -hmm. because many of the qualified staff left childcare and went to the school board because the school board was able to better compensate them and offers them oh. better packages. Interesting. So now the government is trying to play a little bit of catch up on that and support those in childcare because many of the experienced longtime early childhood educators left the child care sector and went into the kindergarten programs. You know, you're working a 10-month contract, you get great compensation, sure. great benefits packages. The child care sector does not have the capability to compete with that. At least in the past it has not. There's some, been a real push to see that changed, mm -hmm. but that that's on the table right wow. now. Well, that's amazing. Well, we, 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 we covered absolutely everything. We got through a huge amount of, of material in a very short period of time. Uh, Heather, thank you very much uh, for joining us today. It was incredibly informative. Uh, folks, uh, you're going to be able to re-enjoy this over and over again to unpack all of those details uh, over and over again on the website at justeffingvote.ca. Uh, stay with us, and we will see you again next segment. Introducing Brantford's new news team. Benjamin Strasser, Matt Mannon, and Benjamin Howard. Making a difference where it's needed most. Think Millennial Thursdays on Rogers TV. Tuesday. Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At home with Chef D on Rogers TV. Sometimes, for a wish to come true, it takes a kingdom, because together is stronger. Tied tight, united we stand, in honor of one child's wish, to fuel the fire that will grant many more. Join the kingdom. I'm Constable Daryl Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this robbery. On February 9th, 2018 at approximately 3.30 p.m., Waterloo Regional Police received a report of a robbery at a pharmacy on Holiday Inn Drive in Cambridge. A male entered the pharmacy and demanded narcotics. He left with an undisclosed amount of prescription medication. 
No one was injured and no weapons were seen during this incident. Crime Stoppers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this robbery or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers of one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at waterloocrimestoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at www.p3tips.com. Welcome back to Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And he was just, he's playing with my ear right now. And it's, you know, I might just let him. I might just let him. Um, but we've had a great show today uh, so far. Uh, we're joined by Alicia and Ryan. Um, and we've been talking about uh, kind of young professionals in the healthcare industry. Um, and so now we're going to kind of transition into um, what Alicia's doing now. Mm -hmm. um, so, Alicia, do you want to explain a little bit about that transition and then kind of what you're, what you're doing now? Uh, so I was working as a PSW and with that title comes a lot of hours mm -hmm. and I felt like I was missing out on a lot of things that were happening in my family. Uh, I went back to work uh, relatively quickly after I had my daughter and I felt like I was missing out on them growing up and I wasn't able to attend a lot of their sporting events or even be there to put them to bed at any time. So I felt like my job, even though I did it really well and I kind of poured everything into my job. Mm -hmm. um, it was putting a wedge between my family and my relationship, so I decided that it was time to do something for myself and something that I enjoyed doing. So I decided um, to start my own business uh, doing hair extensions, which is something I had been using already for a really long time, so I already knew everything about it. Mm -hmm. um, and all my girlfriends who were always talking about them were saying like, oh, like, maybe this is something that you should do. So I decided that I would give it a try. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, April 16th will be one year that I have solely worked for myself. Ooh. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So uh, <clears throat> since doing it, I it's been amazing for my family. I'm able to be at home. I work from home. I, I get to attend all my kids' sporting events. And honestly, I feel like it's changed the dynamic in our house and like the relationship I have with both my husband and my kids. Mm -hmm. So it's awesome. Um, I've been able to travel a lot more. I don't have to put in requests for time off anymore. Yeah. I just can decide when I want to go and come, and I'm really enjoying it. As much as I really enjoy doing PSW work, mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying being an entrepreneur. Yeah, having yes. freedom of time. Yes. So I'm liking it. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. And very cool that your one-year anniversary is coming up, too. Yes. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about um, the services that you offer? Like, so you do the, do you want to talk a little bit about what hair extensions so, are? I do uh, hot fusion hair extensions. Um, don't look good on you. Right? Give you some peekaboo. Probably yeah. do the beard. <laughs> 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 uh, I also do um, eyelash extensions. Yeah? Perfect. Right? He's got really nice eyelashes already. <laughs> All men seem to have beautiful <laughs> eyelash extensions. You're uh, just going to fall out now. Yeah. Right? Just bat them. <laughs> uh, I also do waxing. Yeah. Uh, and in the future, <laughs> we're hoping to add some more services. Yeah. But awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Do you find, like, who would be your main clientele? 
Mm -hmm. I'm thinking Matt might want to go. Right. <laughs> yeah, have, you, have you seen 40-year-old virgin? Yes. <laughs> yes. Steve Carroll gets the... Wax. Yeah. Ask oh, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Ask Sean about the waxing. <laughs> oh, no. Well, didn't. I had to practice somewhere. He's so. Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Poor yeah. man. I know. I try to get, let him do... I enjoy it. I don't know. I have fun doing it. <laughs> sure He's you like, did. you find pleasure in my pain. And I'm like, yeah. sometimes I do. <laughs> yeah. That would be horrible. <laughs> uh, my clientele, it kind of depends. It, mm -hmm. it depends on the time of the year, really. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of my clientele, I would say, are between like 20 and 40. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you rely more on word of mouth or do you do lots of social media advertising? How do you. Actually, I. Uh, I didn't do any sponsoring on Facebook or anything because previous to owning this business, I had worked for another company where I had a shared or sponsored a post and I had owed money to Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I was like, shit, like I don't have the money to pay for yes. that right now. So I can't. So I actually only relied on word of mouth from mm -hmm. other people. So I actually haven't sponsored a post for my business ever. Wow. Yeah. Good organic reach. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I really enjoy, like, I have a lot of clients who say that they just like to come to talk, mm -hmm. which I totally enjoy. Like, I've met yeah. some really cool people and heard some really cool stories. And, yeah, yeah I've made a, quite a few friendships this yeah. way. And I think that's cool that that mirrors exactly kind of what you experienced with, with being a PSW, too, just talking to people and hearing their stories about what they have going on. And, yeah. Yeah. I always felt like I was just meant to be that person for mm -hmm. some people. And I People feel like they can just come and talk and that I'm easy to talk to, which mm -hmm. makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, you're adding, um, by doing that, I'm sure that there's some level of empowerment for women as well that you're able to, this thing keeps falling out of my ear and I'm trying not to play with it. <laughs> it's very distracting. Um, but yeah, like empowering women as well um, yes. by giving them that. I have a f couple of clients who are recently starting their own businesses mm -hmm. and they've asked me for my advice and I'm more than willing to like help other people who can start doing something for themselves because yeah. this was such an awesome idea for me to do. I didn't think I was going to do it at first. I helped Sean get his business up off of the ground and then yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll give it a dabble at it. Mm -hmm. and I'm glad that I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Are they going into business doing the same thing as what you're doing or something similar or completely different? A couple of people uh, have decided to do something similar, just in different areas, yeah. and then other people, totally different. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I think it's important, even if they're doing the exact same thing, to still help them. And mm -hmm. just Everyone's because, different, right? Yeah, Everyone's yeah. business will be different. Yeah. Our personalities are totally different. Yeah. yeah. And competition's not a bad thing, either. Right? A little health of competition never That's hurt right. anybody. Exactly. <laughs> it. What's the best way for uh, people to be able to find you and your business? Um, to get in contact Facebook. with you? Facebook, yeah. On... Instagram. Cool. What would they search? Uh, Luscious Extensions by Alicia Marie. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Write that down. Write that down. Yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll make notes after. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so we got about a minute left, I think. I'm not exactly I can't sure. I'm not exactly sure where we are right now. We've got a 115 <laughs> left. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to mention or talk about um, about your business? Uh, we're going to have an awesome Mother's Day promotion going on cool. for all of those lucky mamas out there yeah. so whether it be hair extensions or eyelash extensions mm -hmm. yeah shoot and me a message and we'll get her a gift certificate not i'm not the one asking but i'm sure there's lots of viewers <laughs> repeat. it's not me asking when would mother's day be on the 16th 
Oh, that backfired. <laughs> that backfired. I don't yeah. know what it is. It is uh, May. Of course, 12th. you would know. Yeah, it's of around there. May tenth, May tenth or eleventh, somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I looked on Sean's phone yeah. on his history, and that's exactly what he was looking up. When is Mother's Day this yeah. year? Yeah. So I know he's not going to forget. <laughs> that's awesome. That's good. Uh, <laughs> It's a good reminder for everybody, right? <laughs> um, we're going to head to break now, and after the break, we'll be talking with Ryan um, about his uh, Ryan Kitchen coaching, and we'll be right back after the break. Thank you. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> People out there that don't know what Giovanni and me and Rogers TV is, are you? When did they get out of their coma? I'm on TV, not the face. This show is about regular people getting their chance of 15 minutes of fame right here on Rogers TV. I go out there, I interview interesting people, where they live, where they work, where they play. It's beautiful. You know what I'm talking about? This is gonna make some memories with this. Anyway, that's that's what the show is about, basically, in a nutshell. My name is Ashley and I've been a Rogers TV volunteer for nine years. I've learned a lot of things from Rogers, but one of the big things I've learned is to have confidence in what I'm doing here. I enjoy the experiences that I get to take part of, camera work, being an audio operator, being graphics operator, directing, switching, and a lot more. For Sir George Etienne Cartier, the work of uniting Canada was as vast as the country itself. First, he won over Quebec. Union is the only way forward. No, Monsieur Cartier! Confederation will cost French Canadians their nationality. Monsieur, together we will form a political nationality independent of our origins. Diversity will be Canada's strength. Then he fought for Manitoba. The Northwest has formed a government under Louis Riel will not join confederation unless our rights are respected. So you want a new province, then you'll have it. That will be a place for your people in Canada. He envisioned a country from Atlantic to Pacific. British Columbia won't even think of joining Canada without a wagon road through the Rockies. Ask for a railway. We are building a country after all. Bold as a lion, confederation could not have happened but for him. In Canada, son pays. Welcome back to Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And we've had a great show so far. Um, we were joined today by Alicia and Ryan. Um, so thank you again for being here. And we'd also like, just like to clarify, in the last uh, chunk there, we were talking about <coughs> a very important day, uh, mm -hmm. Mother's Day. And it is not May 12th, May 10th, <laughs> or 11th, or another day in that. It's, it's May 13th. I so knew So just it. so everybody, we were just, we were testing everybody <laughs> at home. And Bree, you won. Um, so thank you for, yeah. for that. Um, but now we're going to jump over to, uh, to Ryan. Uh, and we're going to talk to you about what you, a uh, business that you've recently started. But it's like a natural progression of what you were doing with the mental health and addictions counseling. Yeah, so... I started when I when I was on with you guys last time for the uh, for the Blue Monday. Mm -hmm. I started making videos on Facebook, and uh, I'd say that was probably like nine months ago, right now. 
and um, I basically just started talking about things, right? Mm -hmm. So sharing my struggles with addiction, sharing, and I've always been an open book with this kind of stuff. And what ended up happening out of that was I got a ton of people reaching out to me, mm -hmm. even more than, and I, even, you know, like I said, I've always been an open book, so I've always gotten a lot of people reaching out to me, but even more so. And a couple people along the way kind of pushed my way, you know, if you ever became a coach or, or a mentor, um, you know, let me know because I'd, I'd love to to use your service mm -hmm. and I love what I do I love Wayside House of Hamilton I love you know what I do during the day and uh, you know have my partner at home my two kids it's tough to justify being out of the home for as much time as I, I am sometimes without you know mm -hmm. bringing in a, another income which yeah. which seemed like a natural progression and and kind of people I look up to and people who support me are like you should do this and they push me towards this so recently I mean up until uh, it must have been like three weeks a month ago I, I, I literally just put a video out and I've kind of been living my personal life through these videos on my public page mm -hmm. and and I just put a video out and said you know I'm gonna be offering the uh, I'm gonna be offering some mentoring some coaching officially and I've uh, you know I've gone down the down the down the road of like branding and and um, really learning about entrepreneurship and and how to build a following and and do that kind of aspect of it, which is interesting because it's like ego versus you know the reason I'm in this in the first place. Yeah. So that's always a fun personal struggle. But right away, you know, I've uh, I've had good success right off the bat. So it's mm -hmm. just something that I really looked at. Um, with uh, you know, I just I put the logo out a couple of days ago, Ryan Kitchen Coaching, and, and I've got the website um, RyanKitchenCoaching.com, and and uh, I've met with some people to discuss you know what it would look like as a legitimate business, even though it's all just kind of a side thing right now. Yeah. So it's really cool because my passion is to support people, and that goes way beyond addiction. That goes way beyond mental health. I mean, I'm working with some people right now who are at, at the top of their game and what they're doing, and, and it's really cool to be able to support them and to challenge them and challenge their mindset and what they're doing and uh, see what I can bring to the mm -hmm. table in, in that front. And doing it on the side really allows me to put everything I have into it, so if I fail, I fail, right? It's, yeah. it's one of those things, and, uh, yeah. you know, I, I love, like, the... Uh, like the Millennial Network Group, just the whole passion of what it stands for, mm -hmm. of just like we do a ton of different things, we're yeah. not lazy, and, and uh, yeah. you know, I dig that, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's been cool, it's been a good transition so yeah. far. And it's, it's, it's exciting to see and to hear both of you, like you talking about having one year, your one year anniversary coming up, like mm -hmm. that's exciting that you've been able to step out and do that. And, and turn that into a, like a successful business mm -hmm. and you're coming up on a year and then for you just to build up your brand and you've been putting out those videos and then we got connected through a mutual friend yeah. and then you ended up coming on kickback and then you put out all those videos and everything and then recently you got uh, a response from one of your viewers right uh, response from one of my viewers. Yeah, so somebody had reached back out to you just kind of thanking you for what you have been putting out and sharing your different stories, right? I thought I saw something on Facebook about Oh, I, I get a ton of different, um, yeah, I get a lot of people who are, you know, it's, it's, uh, if you, if you go to my page and you look at kind of the comments that people have made, it's been amazing, the connections that I've made. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, yeah there was people who you know I've had people reaching out to me who who watched the the thing and same with you know what you guys are doing with this think millennial stuff yeah. is man it's affecting people right and and uh, you with what you're saying and with with Alicia's anniversary and everything and you I can hop on Facebook and Instagram and see like this whole process of people who are just killing it yeah and it doesn't you know as you mentioned uh, mentoring people who are going into the same thing like coaching me going into coaching Coaching is a huge, like tons of people. Everybody's a coach in something nowadays, right? And there's yeah. different certifications, whether they mean anything. And uh, you know, the one thing I bring is is uh, my passion, my experience, and mm -hmm. and I don't feel like there's that competition because there's so many people that are just killing it and I mm -hmm. feel like we're really building off of each other yeah. and uh, it's cool to see, you know, mm -hmm. it's cool to see um, people really pushing and, and doing well and being mm -hmm. successful in what yeah. they're doing. So yeah. That's awesome. Do you have a specific uh, niche or industry that you want to be coaching or have <coughs> you thought about that? You know what, I thought for sure like the natural thing would be recovery, right? But I do, you know, so much of my personal recovery is centered around um, working with other people who are in recovery. Mm -hmm. That that's not something that I'm 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 charging people for. It's more often than not, it's it's like you know I'm walking the path with you. It's it, it was really interesting to me that uh, these you know the first couple people that I've worked with are coming from a business standpoint. Yeah. And uh, which is awesome because I really enjoy the challenge of that of, of okay what am I bringing to the table and I've I've learned you know I've looked into some coach some professional coaches like the big coaches and and learned about these guys now mm -hmm. and uh, so I thought I thought it was going to be the recovery and the mental health thing mm -hmm. and it, it turned out to be something completely different <laughs> which is awesome that is awesome yeah it's it's cool to see. Um, we got about forty-five-ish seconds left. Okay. How can people find you? What's the best uh, place to go? So, same as Alicia, I think Facebook. So if you search Ryan Kitchen or Ryan Kitchen Coaching, yeah. um, same on Instagram, Ryan mm -hmm. Kitchen Coaching. I just recently put out a video on on the first step. So, first uh, initial contact would be a free consult. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Let's do what we're doing right now. Uh, call me, message me, whatever the case. How can I help you? Yeah. If I can't help you, because I'd be working for you. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to make a referral, and I'm going to support you to find someone who can help you. Yeah, if I'm going to be, yeah, if I'm going to be working for you, you better be getting what you want. So it's it's yeah. like really uh, coming from that. I think that. that's an excellent approach. And thank you very much, both of you, for joining us today. Um, we're going to be wrapping up the show now. So everybody, um, have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you catch the show. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Stay classy, Ranford. <laughs> <laughs>
Theater on the Edge on Rogers TV. Introducing Brantford's new news team. Benjamin Strasser, Matt Mannon, and Benjamin Howard. Making a difference where it's needed most. Think Millennial Thursdays on Rogers TV. I'm Scott Fraser, and I've been a volunteer here at Rogers TV for five years. Started volunteering at Rogers TV actually just after finishing my internship with Inside Guelph. Welcome Did back. some mobile Joining productions, camera work, and eventually became a reporter for Guelph Life and now co-host the show. This is something I actually really want to do as a career, and Rogers TV has really given me the opportunity to grow within that. So it affords me that opportunity to go figure it out and really kind of encourages me to do it as well. This is Rogers TV. Hello again, it's Linda Ockwell Jenner here with another small business show with my co-host Steve Bentley. How are you doing today? Well, Steve, I wish we'd get some more sunshine. <laughs> well, we know, you know, looking out the window here, I can see we're looking at rain, but you know what? We're inside, we're dry, that's what matters. We are. Shall I tell you why I'm really excited though? Absolutely. One of our guests today I've known for a very long time and she's always been a great mentor to me. So Jackie Lara from the um, Heart of Culture is going to be my guest in a few moments and we're going to be talking about mentoring, which is one of my most favorite things to talk about. Jackie's a great mentor and you know, we're going to just follow it up with another segment with somebody I've known for a long time and I really want to talk to him about social selling. A broker with Remax for 35 years, Ian Ingalls, really 